What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? That time of the day, that time of the week, that time of the month. Yes, it is. I kept it the normal. You time. did. You're listening to the good, the band, the ugly, I'm Big Papa. And I'm Jeff. Just, just, just Jeff. You have to change your name to like Jeff the Hammer Shapiro or something. <laughs> yeah, okay. That'll happen. Hurt in a car, call Jeff. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to represent you. No. He's just going to no, I'm not help gonna... clean out your car and take your yeah. plates for you. I'll take the plates off the car and that's turn right. them into DMV for that's you. Right. That's right. Hey, dude, there might be money in that. You're right. What's going on, man? No, not much. Weekend? Uh, no, today's Monday. Yeah, I know. How was your weekend? <laughs> it Jackass. was good. Jackass! I just watched Happy Gilmore today, too. Oh, even better. Yeah, or uh, yesterday. Yeah. And, yeah. Jackass! Jackass! Uh, good. I went out and saw... Rider on Friday. How was it? It was good. Yeah. It was good. There was a lot of people there. As um, I would imagine. Yeah. And then, of course, Daryl was this politically correct person. Of course. And, uh, you know, Daryl kept saying, oh, yeah, I, if, I can, if I can talk the guys into it, I'll have you come up and Here sing a song. So I peeked at his set list backstage, and I saw they were doing Have a Drink on Me by ACDC. Which I might add is one song that JT absolutely hates. Oh, hates it, With but passion. But they they played it very well. Yeah. <laughs> he started. It was like whiskey, gin, and brandy, and yeah. that's all that he got out. He got he almost finished the first verse, and I just jumped up on stage, went up and ripped this oh, microphone no. out of his hand, sang the rest of the song. Of course, he was like, you know, acting like the, he he. Yeah, he acknowledged like he normally does, you know. And then when I got done singing, and everybody was, you know, having having their applause because you know I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I got done, I looked at him. I says, "And you owe me for that song, so at least three dollars." And so he, he reaches out. He he goes, "All I got's a five, and he holds it up like this. And I'm okay. I took it, and that the whole band started laughing. And you got a five? That's great. I looked at Ricky, and I was like, "That's how that was supposed to be sung." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, just to be my typical dick self. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, would you do anything? Nah. Went to dinner at this new. Well, it's not. Yeah, it is a new place. Friendlies. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I got my I got my banana Sunday. Did you get your banana yeah, Sunday? Great. Yeah. Did you have to wear chaps to bring it home. The hop spot. The hop spot. Where the fuck is that? It's on Walden Street in Syracuse. You're really? the, mo- the most. Yeah. Are we too? Wait a minute. School's in session. Right. We're not supposed to go in the city. And, yeah, we're townies. We're not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can't go there. You I get know. killed. You get no, shot. I think so it was good. Was it? Yeah, it was good. Because of, of the beer. Well, yeah, pfft. tons of different yeah, beers. It was a it was great. No, thanks. We already have the uh, yeah. Good Nature Brewing Company, is the only brewery for me. It is. The only brewery that's that paid us. That you need. That's paid us. That's paid us. <laughs> so the hop spot, go fuck yourself. Uh, hey, pay us. Hey, I didn't say that out loud. No, you didn't. All right, let's anyway. Get, let's now that we got all the f bombs out of the way and the niceties. Uh, yeah, we have a you have a a wonderful guest on our, our show today. We do. That we was really the do. politest way I've ever introduced anybody. Uh, I met this gentleman at the. Usually, hey, this jackass is coming on next. Oh no, they don't know that. It's not when they're on. Oh. Uh, Met this gentleman at the Booty Foundation show. Cool. He sat in and drummed for our friend of the show, Mr. Jeff Tatara. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh. Or Tortora. Or Attention Whore. Yeah, well, he, he's not today. I thought he'd no, jump on by now, but he hasn't. Give it time. Sons of bitches. Uh, but this gentleman uh, has this almost, almost a similar path as cool. uh, as Jeff's, just not in 77 different bands. Yeah, no kidding. Because he probably has a little bit more of a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to welcome to the show uh, Mr. Randy Wooten. So, Randy, come on. Come on down. Come on down. Boom. Like like he was waiting hello, hello. for it. No. Perfect timing. <laughs> Just, you know, Thanks see, for having me, Do guys. you see what's the best How you part, doing, Randy? He's prompt. Horizontal. I know. He, he came in horizontal with an earpiece. He's the only person to really follow directions. Yep. So, welcome. We, we appreciate you being here. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So you That's are great. in Boston right now. I am in Boston. Yes. Okay. Boston. Okay. Gonna have a potty in the yard. Oh, I had to. <laughs> Jeff's gonna by the by the time this is over, you you guys will exchange numbers and I'll have you sending him some beer because he <laughs> loves all that. I do New England IPA stuff. I do we so. got we got a lot of great beers, sir? You yes, do. You do. Sure. You do. Somebody should get them all and throw them in the harbor. That's the tea party. Well, let's let's just modernize it a little bit. All right. You know, I mean, geez, beer party. That that's getting old. You need something else to be, <laughs> to be known for. All <laughs> right. The Boston beer party. Boston beer party. Yeah, come and get a smash bagger from the right. Yeah. Uh so how long have you been in Boston? I've been here since 1992, right out of high school. Oh, that's I'm right too, because you went to school there. Yep, I went to music school here, uh, New England Conservatory of Music. Oh. And, yeah, I've been been here ever since. It's like the skinny atlas of music. <laughs> toy, toy. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Fluffy. I went to the conservatory. Hello, Muffy. Muffy, I'm playing drums in a band. <laughs> Sorry. Well, when, whenever, you, whenever you say you go to music school in Boston, everyone just assumes you go to Berkeley. Berkeley, right, right. Yeah. You're right. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to represent my... My Alamada, New England Conservatory cool, of no, Music. Cool. Didn't John Malia go to that school? Do you know? A, and I think he's a professor there now. Professor John Malia. I don't know. It's not ringing a bell. So John Malia was a guitar player in Sacred Death. Remember Sacred Death back in the early nineties? Real yes. heavy. <clears throat> and Jeff played with Sacred Death before he was with the Booty Foundation, or maybe at the same time. Oh, okay. Um, so John, I believe now is a, is a professor teaching music. Um, I don't know what what his area of study is, but you know, went from this fucking heavy, just raw guitar rock to like right. you know, you know, or okay. <laughs> Orchestra. Orchestral, orchestral, of course. I can't say it. I got a fucking mouthful of marbles today. Uh, but yeah, yeah I was serve. like, yeah. So I think that's where he's at. I think he's at the new, uh, the New England Conservatory of Music. Nice. Not, not nice. Berkeley. Well, it's a great, it's a great school. I had a good. I, I was for the jazz department there, but there's, of course, it's known for classical training as well. But the right. jazz program was great. Great when I was there. Great teachers. Um, uh, great. Great students as well. I met still to this day lifelong friends from from the people I met there. Right, great and, musicians. And yeah. and you went to FM, graduated ninety two, as you put. And you and I yeah. both have a uh, similar history. I my, one of my instructors when I was in percussion was Herb Flower. Herb when Flower, I was in CNS, and uh, the best, great, yes. great guy, the great, best. great instructor. 
Um, yes, he, yeah, he but changed he, my whole path of drumming for sure. Yeah, but he joined the Blue Man Group. What have you done? I am part of the Blue Balls Foundation. Oh, Blue Balls Foundation. <laughs> Very yes. good. Yes, yes. Very I'll good. show you later. No, right on your forehead. I'm good. Um, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and I tour with them oh, all, all the all time. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Blue Balls, the Blue Balls uh, Group. We were in Vancouver. Nice. Last week we were you in were uh, Florida, Portland. Right? We were in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. The Blue Balls Group. Nice yeah. tour. Thanks for bringing that up, Jeff. No problem. Okay, I'll have to remember that. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, Herb was a great instructor. Um, uh, you know, very taught a lot of discipline, and uh, there was no shenanigans going on when when he was at the helm. Yeah, yeah, I think it was my freshman year at FM with my band director Norm Busky. I think it was a combination of Norm Busky um, and my friend who I became friends with an older classman named Mike Cortese. We're both studying with Herb Flower and they both said, you know, if you really want to be serious about drumming, you should reach out to Herb. So, um, yeah, it was great. I, I went in and he straightened me out. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. So you, um, so you were taking private lessons. So he didn't work for the school district then. I no, thought he did. Work no. for the school district. He was, it was just private lessons. Okay. Um, but I worked with, uh, his wife, Carol Flower, was also involved in the music program at mm-hmm. FM. So I did some stuff with her there. And she, vocalist, she's vocalist, isn't she? Uh, pianist. A pian- pian- amazing okay, pianist. That's right. and, that's right. and, uh, so, yeah, was lucky to have have them in our district. Yeah, well, every, that, sure. whole, that whole family was musically talented. I mean, anything they yes. touched turned to gold. So, you know, and they're part of that Syracuse elite kind of yeah you know the the desantis kind of yes you know so yeah, yeah that's that's awesome um yeah i always wanted to play piano but i never did you study classical with, with herb too or were you just doing drum set well he was with the school district so he was te- he was uh doing the lessons and he was also uh teaching uh drumline so i was in field band and um was in the drumline um with me Mm-hmm. Darren Scott, oh, who had a different last name back yeah, then. I'm not right. going to throw him under the bus. No. Turnbull. Um, <laughs> no, don't say it out loud. Bob, back then it was Bob Schroeder, but now it's Bob Schrader, uh, another drummer okay. that, that's been all over. Um, myself, uh, Jim Kelly. Oh, that plays our Jim. with. Yeah, that plays with. Not uh, the quarterback. Who does he play with? Who doesn't he play this, with? This is true. This is true. So Jim Kelly played with him. Uh, we were all part of the same drum line. Nice. Um, and and the embellisher oh. was also the drum line. Dear God. Yeah, the embellisher. We don't mention his. He's, his name will not be mentioned. It's just, he's, we yeah. just call him the embellisher. Let's leave it at that. So go back through our shows and watch the three-hour episode <laughs> throwing yeah. every lie he ever told under the bus and debunking oh, yeah. it. It was pretty cool. All the way from Florida and uh, Syracuse, yeah. To joining Warren. Yeah. Anyway. So I digress. So yeah, so you had you had Herb. Uh, you studied jazz, but you were playing more rock, funk. Uh, what the, was well, your... what was what was great about Herb is I you got everything. Like, yeah, he was an incredible. He was an incredible drum set instructor. But but I was also involved with all the wind ensembles and orchestras. So like uh, my classical, my reading, my mallets, timpani. Uh, <sighs> Xylophone, um, percussion, just overall percussion instruction as well. He That's where I sucked. So I he, he, sucked. He 
sucked at marimba, sucked at the bells and the xylophone because you had to do all of that. <laughs> right. I was in jazz band, uh, so you know I got to actually sit with the kit, played the timpanis in the orchestra, and did this. You know, we we all switched up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the jazz band I loved it because he really, um, you, you, people that don't have to play with music, reading music. Drums, they think drums are just felt. But when you're reading music, right. you almost have to translate how the guy who wrote it felt. And then you have to put your own heart into it. <laughs> but you can't go too far off. Exactly. Not not Don't in a music the program because right. then they'll look at you like, Where are you going? Dude, th- there was no fill there. What the? F- what are you doing? Right. You know? <laughs> so you can't go <laughs> completely off book, which I'm sure is the same way. Even now, um, you've pl- you've played those blue band group songs for so long, and I'm sure they switch yes. it up every now and then. But yeah, yeah, you I mean, know, you it's, it gets gets in your bones. You make sure. it your own, and uh, but you can't do it too much. So when you're when you get town and you're sitting playing with a band and says nobody's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't no, care what no, you no, do, no, go sure. for it. <laughs> you're like, holy shit, <laughs> I've got full reign. You know. That's that's yeah, got to be right, you know. You're like a free range chicken. Yep, just being able to run around and mm-hmm. peck wherever you want, lay your eggs anywhere. That's right. Yeah, but her was. I mean, I, I felt so lucky. Mike in Manliest, we in well, at FM, we had so much music. We had wind ensemble, jazz ensemble, full orchestra. Yeah, we had a vocal jazz ensemble. We had corral. Um, and then we had a showboat, which is a talent show every year. We would do a musical every year. Um, and I was involved with all of that. And uh, the Syracuse Symphony Youth Orchestra, I was doing my junior and senior year, I believe. And Onondaga County Civic Orchestra, I was doing that as well. Oh, wow. And then after my senior year, I played with the Stan Colella Rex, Rec Band. Um, right. That was an awesome experience. So working with Stan. Um, so yeah, it was great. I mean, all that experience and then going to Boston, going to music school in Boston, uh, I was strictly a jazz major. That's all I studied, but, uh, talking with fellows, you know, students about their, their experience in high school and music, it, I was just, wow, I was really lucky to have so much opportunity to play so much music. Right. Right. So, and then you started, you started uh, a local band when you were in Boston in college, didn't you? Yeah, I was, uh, my sophomore year, or towards the end of my freshman year, so, or beginning of my sophomore year, we started a band called the Daddies, which was kind of in the realm of the Booty in some way. The Booty Foundation. It was a funk band. Uh, we had a female singer horn section, um, and we would gig four nights a week, pretty much playing cool. clubs. And that was kind of big in the '90s. That sort of retro funk '70s vibe, you know. Sure. So mm-hmm. we we did we did pretty well. Um, and it was mainly a cover band. We started to write some originals, um, but the majority of the set was covers. But it was a blast. And that band morphed into another band called the Rocket Band. Uh, we met a singer-songwriter named uh, singer-songwriter named Dan Rockets, who basically just our rhythm section moved with him and created a new project. For a while, we were doing both bands, but eventually the, the rock band kind of took over. And... Uh, that was a great band. I mean, we, we had known each other, my friends, we were creating original music and we oh, were cool. tapped into the scene and, and that was a lot of fun. So, you, great, good, good so you didn't cover rocket man. 
Rocket band actually coming to a bar near you. Oh god! <laughs> when I'm not around, my bandmates yeah, are good. blue. Anyway, <laughs> what? Come on, I gotta get it in there. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, it's my humor. <laughs> Shut up. And then you ha- you had you mentioned earlier when you know before we started recording this, you had another band called Zigzag Zen. Yes. Yeah, so that actually that's the next step. So when after okay. the Daddies and the Rocket, when the Rocket Band ended, or actually towards the end of the Rocket Band. I started uh, reconnecting with my childhood friends, uh, Rich Taylor and Andy Taylor, who were the founding members of Zigzag Zone, which is a Syracuse band, but I've known those guys my whole life. Mm-hmm. And their brother, Josh, was playing drums, and he, he left the band, and uh, they needed a drummer. So I started coming back, doing, show, doing shows with them in Syracuse. And then eventually, when the Rocket Band ended, that band sort of took over for me as my primary focus. Mm-hmm. Um and they ended up moving to New Hampshire and we started playing sort of a New England circuit. We were playing around New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Maine, and then back in Syracuse on occasion too. We'd come back and play here as well. The flip flop circuit. Was, that was that was basically all original music as well. So right. it was it was it was great going from a very intense original project with the rocket yeah. band in Boston and then taking kind of all I learned from that and working with my childhood friends creating our own music and it was such a great special time because i was reconnecting with my childhood friends and we were writing yeah. music together and, and it, was, it was a lot of fun it was great that's cool so what was what was the music of zigzags then what, what was it what would you call it um it was it, it was rhythmic in the sense that it was sort of ska reggae in some ways but also we'd play heavy rock grooves like Led Zeppelin or we'd play funk grooves like James Brown. It was kind of a mix, but it was a trio. It was bass, drums, and guitar. Mm-hmm. And Andy, the bass was playing bass and singing. So it was kind of a stripped down sound, but sure. kind of a raw sound, but uh, kind of high energy and, and dancey and funky, but with great lyrics, he's a great lyricist, Andy. So it was always had depth to it as well. So it was, mm-hmm. it was really, really great project. Cool. And it was all originals. We did a couple covers, but it was mainly original yeah. music. So. Now, can anybody find any of the music? Uh, is it anywhere is it out on... anywhere? You know, it's it's funny. With the Rocket Band and Zigzag Zen, it was all before the internet. So it was like, you know, late 90s and then early 2000s. So we we have some CDs. I still have a bunch of Rocket Band CDs. But we never really put it up. I mean, I think you could find some of the Rocket Band stuff if you search for it, but um, zigzag Zen, the stuff that we recorded, I don't think we have up online anywhere. So we'll, we'll work on that. Hopefully we'll get that up at some point. Well, you have to get it up. You had, you have, I'm not going there. You're such a dick. (laughs) If you have a problem getting it up, call Jeff. He can help. Uh, (laughs) No, he can't. As you gave me that look, because you knew where I, I was did. going with this, I, I was like, yeah. "Steal my thunder, I motherfucker!" Walked in, I walked in. <laughs> no, yes. Uh, a lot of, I mean, you guys were popular enough that, I mean, you had articles written about you in the newspaper. You had, you had, a, you had a decent following. It was original music. You had CDs that I'm sure you sold. You'd be surprised. A lot of people are remastering. Sac- yeah. Sacred oh, Death sure. is going to remaster. They're going to come out on vinyl. Uh, because a lot of people are coming out on vinyl right now. I think they're going to do 500 copies. I think everybody's out on vinyl now. Yeah. I mean, our, our friend Pete Merluzzi. 
Yeah. You know, Pete's got yeah. his his band over there, uh, Doomslide. Yeah. That that's some cool shit. People should listen Very. to that. But I mean, you'd be surprised who would be into that. I mean, Syracuse. Yes. It was a tough market in the eighties and nineties. You know, it was yes. be- before Albino's burned out, so there was still a lot yeah. of bands to compete with. So yep. if you were putting asses in the seats and feet on the floor, um, that was an accomplishment. Because mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of bands that didn't do shit, that stayed in their garage right. or stayed at Albino's, and that's where they <laughs> played. And they, you know, they get a keg and they charge to have people, you know, their 40 friends pack into a little yep. shitty room and smelled like dog piss. But, I mean, <laughs> you, you guys were, were doing well and... Like I said, I found articles online about Zigzag Zen, and that's what how I knew about the band. Right, right. So who knows who owns the who owns the the rights to the stuff? Guys, talk and <laughs> yeah, put some shit yeah. up on Spotify. Stop being a bunch of pussies. Yeah, you, yeah, so I'll have, I'll have to talk to those guys to see about it. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, like, well the 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 most recent stuff that we were writing before we we called it quits. We just have demos of that. We, I think we were hoping to go in and record. So, but I'm still, like I said, I, I, I still keep in touch with those guys. So maybe we'll, we'll do something eventually. And Andy in particular, in particular, I've been right staying in touch with. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll reimagine. Some you probably don't know anybody in the, you probably don't know anybody in the music the, biz in God, Boston that record has a recording <laughs> studio or anything. I mean, you've oh, yeah. been doing no, this no, for a long good friend yeah. right down the street. Exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure Joe yeah. Perry would let you in his house. Okay, all right. You're you're being awfully chatty today. <laughs> Did your wife have to have a talk with you? Don't just sit there. Talk today. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, people would listen. We would. So for those of you who yeah. are listening to this, that are friend of Randy's, because that's who's going to listen to the show. So going to be friends and people that. I think we should all encourage as many emails and messages on Facebook. Yes. To Randy and Andy and all those guys to to put something together. We want to hear it. So so the next time you're yes. on here, you'll be doing a zigzag zen reunion yes. show at Syracuse at Sharkies. At Sharkies. And uh there you go. Well we will help you promote it. That would be great. Yeah. See? See how easy that is? All good. Boom. It's for a measly, what, 12%. It's not a I know, lot. It's not a big deal. It's really not a lot. No. We Well, we take the 12% first. First. What we anticipate this <laughs> ticket sales will be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not anticipating a big crowd anyway. You're right. <laughs> so, you, so, so you joined the Blue Man Group, and you've been with them, wow, geez, 12, 13 years now? 13 years. Yeah. Wow. 13 years. What was it like getting that call? Uh, it was, it was great. I mean, I, um, I was kind of just playing freelancing, uh, doing a little teaching, um, kind of struggling to, I'm living in Boston. It's super expensive. Oh, here, yeah. So I was, yeah. I, I, I was waiting tables I, and I was taking every gig I could. And, and, um, when the call came in from blue men in Boston that I, they wanted me to join as a sub, which part was just a part-time position. Um, I was super excited. It was a foot in the door. Um, mm-hmm. And I was a sub for about two years. And then I went on the national tour. I got asked to go on a full-time job uh, touring the, 
North America. So that was from 2012 to 2013. Mm-hmm. And then after when that tour came to an end, I was fortunate to get offered the full-time job in Boston, which there's only one full-time drummer in Boston. So that was a really hard position to fall into and I'm, I'm glad I got it. And so then I was full-time in Boston right. uh, starting in 2013 up until when I left to go on the world tour in 2016, I got called <laughs> to go on the world tour and um, that turned into four years. I was on the world tour, world tour for four years up until the pandemic shut it down. Right. So when that happens, everything shut down. And then when everything restarted, I uh, was lucky enough to get asked to come back to Boston as the full-time drummer and resident music director. So I'm also the music oh, director nice. there as well. So. so explain to our listeners, um, first of all, the international tour. We talk to so many different national artists, and a, a tour can be six weeks. It can be three weeks. It can be four months. How long was your your international tour uh, the each leg, I, let's say. Uh, each leg. So the first contract, I think, was about 13 months, a little <laughs> over a year. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was pretty pretty intense. Every um, week. Well, what's great about the tour I was on, the Blue Man Tour, is like it started in Singapore. I was in Singapore for seven weeks. Like, so I was there for seven weeks. And then the next city was like two weeks. So it was usually a minimum of a week. Right. Usually it was two weeks. Sometimes it was longer. Uh, Singapore was long. We were in Zurich for a month. We were in Tel Aviv for a month. We were in um, China. When we were in China, I think we were in uh, Beijing for three weeks. Uh, Shanghai for two weeks, maybe three weeks. I went to China twice with the tour. But like that's what I'm what I'm saying is a lot of the stays were a week or two, so it was pretty nice because you'd yeah. fly in, you'd have a few days off, you know, and and like you're not like traveling every night, right, right, so right, right. It was it was great. I mean, I loved it. It was everything, you know, everything's taken care of for you, and uh, it pays well, and you know, you're just basically getting paid to perform and tap into the community and perform and, and travel and you have time off. And yeah, it was great. It was awesome. So was great. you're on tour. And these are these questions I I feel comfortable asking him versus, you know, somebody else who's going to be like, none of your business. Um, <laughs> so you're on tour and you're like, everything's taken care of. So are they feeding you or are they just saying, here's your paycheck? Just like you're at home. You take care of your meals. You take care yeah. of, you know, they pay, they pay. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, you got a you got a stipend every week for food, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, you would just you would be responsible for, for you know it wasn't like it it wasn't like it was catered every night. No, you you you'd be responsible for your food. But like on openings, they they provide food, and mm-hmm. usually there'd be an opening party. Like the first night we were there, we'd have an opening party with drinks and stuff, and so it was it was it was run pretty well. And um, is it a different show than? Do you have to? prepare or is it the same show that you've been doing the whole time or yeah so when we teched it in singapore the reason we were in singapore for seven weeks is the first month was a tech because it was a brand new show um it it incorporated a lot of familiar elements in blue men so i knew most of the show um but i was also you know adding that second drummer uh, the world tour has two drummers in boston we're only one so but i had done that role when i did the national tour in 2012 so I kind of was familiar with it. So, 
so yeah, you get training materials and there were some new pieces that needed to be teched. And uh, that was why we were in the first four weeks were teching, you know, a lot of the directors from New York came out and it was like a big, exciting time putting on a new show. And then right. when we opened and we're up and running, it, it's, it, it's ready to go. So, and the cast, so the cast on the international tour, there was three drummers and three string players, but there's four people in the show. So we had an extra guy. So that's how we would have, Couple days, days off. off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, which was different at the time. It was different than when I did the national tour. I played every show. And uh, I think the thinking, the reasoning behind it was when you're traveling international, you need visas and stuff like that. So if something happened, we'd, we'd have to sh- cancel the show. So if we have an extra guy, at least they have a buffer zone there. Right. Like another guy that's got the visas and is there and ready to do the show. So, but the plus side is we get days off. So we, we usually have one or two days off. So, so the, for those who don't realize and haven't put two and two together on at least one of the national, the international tours, I don't know if it's both, if he was on both, but that's you toured with Jeff Totoro, who we all yeah, know so that, that's, is our that friend of the show. Yeah. If, you, if yeah. you say his name one more time, it's going to be like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Jeff Totoro, Jeff Totoro, Jeff Totoro. I'm uh-huh. looking to see if he's going to pop in. <laughs> Actually, on, every, Jeff. he's usually got Call rehearsal. Him. He's got <laughs> rehearsals. He usually has rehearsal, yeah. He does yeah, have he's rehearsal. he's too busy. He's, he's always busy. Well, I know Blue Man's got not, rehearsal. Yeah, but if he's not with Blue Man, he's with Count 77. If he's not with them, he's with Stoney Curtis. If he's not with them, he's with Well, actually, he else. doesn't play with Stoney Curtis. Oh, no, you're right, but still. I mean, he plays with, what is that, tendonitis or? Tinnitus. I know. I just want tinnitus. to. I want to balls balls. <laughs> that band tendonitis. Which, which, which that. By the way, speaking of. I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. That was the, that was the huge thing on the tour. Like he he was he was so vigilant about trying to find for us places for us to play. So usually every country we went to, we'd have a tinnitus gig, and it would be us to be the guys in the Blue Man Band, and we'd put it together and and perform everywhere. It was great, and it was such a. That was such a fun element along with the tour because you're right. You're tapping into a different part of the community. You're playing rock clubs. You're meeting pe- local musicians right, right. And, uh, in in conjunction with playing Blue Man. So, so it was here, great. Here's what I always wondered. Here we go. And I didn't ask Jeff this. Oh, did so so. Let's say I'm on a business trip, and I'm on a business trip that the company in my business the company pays my airfare they pay for my hotel Mm -hmm. they pay for my food when i'm out there and i start booking my band in all these places while you're on while i'm on tour on their dime and making money did they ever say wait a minute you're you're fucking us over on this one (laughs) you know but not really fucking over but no, no. On the contrary, it was encouraged. It was encouraged. That's yeah, awesome. the, that's even better. That's though. so cool. Co- the company manager. I mean, it was like. I mean, it was like a bombing thing for the cast and crew. Like uh, tonight, this is playing. We all, we'll all go and support. And yeah, I mean, I mean, we didn't. I don't think we ever even got paid. It wasn't a money thing. The tonight is stuff on the side. I don't think we ever got paid. If we did, it was very little. Johnny Peluso uh, we, was, took was that money. <laughs> it's all yeah. Johnny Peluso grabbed that kid. Way to go, Johnny. Johnny strikes again. Yep. Uh, uh-huh. boy. See? See? Jeff did learn from Johnny. He did. Uh, no, that's that's actually very cool. It is. Um, so, that, yeah, because Jeff would sing. He wouldn't even drum in, in yep. tonight. Yep. So you he, drummed. He, he would just sing. Yeah. I would drum and the other drum because there was – three of us, Jeff would sing and it would be and then another drummer 
we'd trade off songs and sometimes I'd play piano on some of the pieces if, if that was an option. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a great, uh, a great side hustle with the tour. Sure. Know? It was awesome. Tinnitus was world tour and people yep, in the city, the week, be, the week before <laughs> people are like, who's going to be here on Friday? Who's that? <laughs> and then you leave and they're like, I don't know who they were, but they were freaking great. They're huge in Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, everybody's huge in Japan. You're right. Don't go there. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Godzilla. Uh, so, yeah, they, I've always wondered how, if, if you guys ever got your balls busted for doing it. But knowing that it was encouraged makes it even that much more yeah. cool, you know. Um, what was your favorite country to be in? Um, that's tough. I really Don't say Taiwan did... either, you dirty... I really, I really enjoyed Tokyo. <laughs> Tokyo was one of my favorite cities. Um, New Zealand was one of my favorite countries. We mm-hmm. were there for uh, almost two months, a little over two months, I think. And I got to travel around a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I spent, when I was over there, when the tour had to ship the set, we'd have time off. So I took advantage of that as well. And I did a lot of traveling. I went to Vietnam about six times. I went to Thailand, I went to Cambodia. Uh, I traveled around Europe. When we were in Europe, I would stay and just, you know, travel around during my, my breaks. Uh, so, um, it's all these I mean, super- everywhere, everywhere I went, I found something I loved. I mean, there, was, there wasn't a country that I, that I didn't enjoy. You know, it was just it was right. really just a a constant stream of new experiences. And I, I love to check out the, the food and the culture and the, sure. and the sites. And uh, it was just nonstop. I'm still processing it. I mean, it was four years of just constant exploration. And Randy, travel, you can't you know, pack so. your, you can't pack your, your trap case with <laughs> fake Louis Vuitton purses. I'm sorry. Stop <laughs> buying shit when you're in those countries. Yeah. Yeah, and, and who is this who is this kid that just jumped out of your bass drum cabinet? I don't know. What do you mean you have a new drum tech? It's his roadie. <laughs> it's his roadie. I pay him 11 cents a week. This is awesome. He's here to polish my shoes. 11 cents an hour. <laughs> the best The best knockoffs were in China. I got some good, good oh, there quality you go. knockoffs Okay. See, there you go. There you go. Let us know when you're on tour again. That's why his girlfriend's happy. Yeah, right. <laughs> So China our, was great. China was great too. I spent a lot of time in China. It was it was it was such an amazing place. So very well, very different, but incredibly incredibly interesting for sure. And the food is the food is great. I mean, I love food. So everywhere I went, food was incredible. They have a lot of Chinese restaurants over there. I heard. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot. <laughs> They're just called restaurants. Nothing like here. It's like when you go to France, you don't order French fries. You just no. order fries. No. Yeah, I want some fries. Fries. It's just. <laughs> I'd like a loaf of bread, French bread? No, American no, no. bread, just bread. Um, I know that a lot of friends of mine have been in Australia and in New Zealand said that in the whole world, they seem to appreciate Americans more than anybody. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not, but. Uh, in New Zealand? Well, New Zealand, there's like nobody there. Well, yeah, yeah, no, that's there's so much space. No, I mean, no, there really is hardly anybody there. I mean, but uh, I mean, you just drive and you're just like, wow, there's nothing around here. It's amazing. Did they even have but power? Yeah, yeah. No, mean, New Zealand was great. People were awesome there. People were awesome everywhere. I they, mean, and maybe maybe we were in a little bit of a bubble because we were in the show and we always got, you know, we did meet and greets after and everybody really enjoyed the show. But but uh, yeah, I really 
I really can't say a bad thing about any any country that I went to, and I went to a lot. I mean, um, you know, that's something. I, forgive me for interrupting you. That's something I wanted to know, though. Like, I've never they said do, that phrase, by the way. They do their meet and greets and stuff. <laughs> do you have a translator there for you? Um, no. Uh, okay. Because we don't really Smiled talk and at the meet and greet. Well, the blue men don't can't talk. I mean, that's right. in their contract. Um, but for the band, when we're taking photos, we're just taking photos, and yeah, people will say hi. But it's um, we right. don't have a tra- we didn't have a translator there for that. I just wondered, it's pretty like, quick. People people are just taking photos, and they might say hello. And, um, yeah, but but if you're if you're spending the day on your own. Right. That's that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, and you're in China. Oh, I see. I mean, China. You're, you're not around, really yeah. walking around doing whatever the hell you want in China without kind of like <laughs> somebody helping you. Why are they following the signs me? and stuff for you? Google Translate, and then you just find ways to. Yeah. Well, now they they got the they got know, some good shit now. Just hold the it most up. important thing is in restaurants. You know, luckily most restaurants, well, especially in, in Asia, will have pictures or. It, when when in doubt, just point at the. You see somebody eating something, you say, "Oh, that that looks that looks great!" Wow, he's, <laughs> he's the first guy to ever order, second guy to ever order turkey balls. Okay, right. well, awesome. I don't, he probably doesn't know what these are yet, but uh, they're, they're lamb fries. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Rocky Mountain oysters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool, though. If you think about, it. I mean. I got thrilled going through freaking Epcot Center for God's sake because I felt like I was touring the world. You know, I'm just saying. Okay, his version costs a lot less money than Epcot. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, I, yeah, well, that that uh, that the China Pavilion in Epcot is the Temple of Heaven that's in Beijing. I yeah. went to the what that's built after. I was like, oh, this is the same thing from Disney World. It's like this is boring. <laughs> I've been here, yeah. like, seen it before. I've been here, what the hell? Oh, look, mushu pork, you assholes. Oh, I've had all this food before. <laughs> oh, fried rice, you yeah, had it. Well, lucky number 13. I don't know what that is here, but I always get it no matter where I order it. So, you know, oh, grasshopper yeah. stir fry. All right Damn. there, fella. Uh, what, what, was the, what was the weirdest experience? I'm going to ask that because, oh, there you go. You know, we, we, I don't normally ask. I want to ask these questions. Yeah. So what, what was the weirdest experience that you had that you're like, what the, what, they want me to what? You know? The, the weirdest in when I was on the world tour. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It wasn't really anything weird. I mean, there was like when we, when we were in like everywhere we went was relatively safe, but we did go to Manila in the Philippines and our hotel was not in a very safe neighborhood. So, Oh, I guess that, and I was with Jeff, actually, this is, if Jeff was here, he could, he could confirm this. We, we we were looking up a restaurant to go to, and it, it said it was like a ten minute walk, you know. And we were like, we were asking the hotel concierge, like, oh, we're gonna, is that a walkable? Is it, you know? And they were like, no, you gotta take a taxi, don't don't walk. And we're like, yeah, but it's only ten minutes. They're like, no, you really should take a taxi. <laughs> and uh, God. so I don't know. There were there were a few moments like that where it's like we were also in Johannesburg in South Africa, and and that is sort of not very safe, but. But even with that being said, we were always cautious and we were never in, I, I was never in a situation where I felt unsafe, really. I mean, Manila, we did, well, I did walk around Manila a little bit and it was, it's just very different. I mean, people are trying to sell you things, people are trying to pull you into buildings and, you know, it's, but it's not like, as long as you're smart about it, 
you know, and you stand tall and talk with a deep voice. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? No means yeah, no. Right. My know, eyes are right. up here. <laughs> but, uh, but also, we went to Saudi Arabia, actually, too. We were the first international show to perform in Saudi Arabia. Um, and that, we were all a little uh, anxious to, you know, didn't know what to expect going there. But it actually, it actually ended up being one of the most rewarding times because the audience was mixed and it was, it was the first time they'd seen an international show and the people were just so, so supportive and so happy to see something new. I mean, this new yeah, show right in, in Saudi Arabia. So it was, that was really rewarding and the meet and greets were great. People would come up and be so thankful and, and so happy and, 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 and enjoyed the show. And then that spoke to, wow, you know, this show's, this show's not bad. Every, it seems like everywhere we go, people have a great response to it. Right. So very That's proud cool. of that fact with, with Blue Man, for sure. When yeah, we travel very. the world, bringing it to places that have never heard of the show. So and pretty, then when you went rewarding. back the second time, then now all of a sudden you're now you're an old pro at the cut. Ah, <laughs> I yeah. know where we're going. We're going to go see my friend Mahmood. Yeah, you take a left up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take, take a well, left. Again if, Jeff, again, if Jeff was on the call, he would. So our, the the tour did go to Saudi Arabia twice. Jeff and I went the first time and then it went back. The, the tour s- split into two versions and Jeff was in, on the version that went back the second time to Saudi Arabia. But it, that's when I was in Japan. I think at the time I was in a different country. But... Did, did you go to Russia uh, or any of the, I should no, say. No, no. So that's, again, that's Jeff. That's Jeff. On went, that yeah. Tour. Yeah. He, he was in Russia and I think I was in, uh, I might've been in China when he was in Russia, I think. Make sure um, we had all our communist bases yeah. covered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well learn to speak the language. Uh, no. <laughs> not going there tonight. <laughs> I didn't say a word. Anyway. No, that's cool. Um, do you miss Do you miss that part, you know, the traveling? I do. I do miss, I do miss traveling um, because I got so comfortable with it. I got so comfortable with, oh, yeah, I got to fly to – I got to fly to Hong Kong next, you know, tomorrow. And then when I'm there, I'm gonna, I'll spend a few weeks and I'm going to fly somewhere else. I just got so used to, you know, trying to map out my year, my months, you yeah, know, where sure. I was going to go and what I was going to see. And, and uh, but COVID, I mean, COVID really changed everything, obviously. Sure. Um, and right now, I mean, I was, I did it for four years. And I will say towards the end, the last city I did was Basel, Switzerland. I, well, I did China for a big I came back from China uh, January 13th of 2020. And then I went to Switzerland the end of January of 2020. And when I came back, I had a little bit of a break. I was supposed to fly to Egypt on March 21st, I think. And that's when everything started to shut down and everything got canceled. And I will say that last week in Switzerland, I was starting to get a little exhausted, but I, but I was just going into a break. So I think I would have been fine going back out, but. But that being said, now that I'm back in Boston, it's great to be able to play with other people and do other, do stuff outside of Blue Man yeah. and just kind of be settled. I, I like that as well, but I do miss traveling. But so. your passport's getting uh, dusty now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, trust me, when I, uh, d- when, I, when I used to travel a lot for my other job, um, I was, uh, it was it was pretty much all just U.S., but when you do that so much and you get that routine – you know, it's like, all right, I haven't gone anywhere in fucking forever, you know? Yeah, yeah, and then when is. you do it, like I just did three weeks now, I just, you know, I was gone for three weeks 
and on his blue ball tour on my blue ball tour and uh i'll tell you it beat the shit out of me you know because i still had customers here <laughs> calling me at 7 30 in the morning here like they usually do and i'm Man, in it's... and i'm in vancouver and my phone's ringing <laughs> at four in the morning and i'm like Oh, somebody's gonna get killed today. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you're gonna send me that email? I'm like, yeah. In three hours, when I wake up, dick, I'm in, you know, I'm on the West Coast. <laughs> Stop calling me, mom. You know, <laughs> yeah, mom's checking in. <laughs> Kidding. No, she didn't. Um, no, but it's yeah, great. it's so. great. It, it's great to travel. I mean, it, it's it definitely. I mean, I always love to travel. I've traveled all my life. Luckily, with my. My family always, my parents always like to travel, but this was, I mean, this was next level. I was just traveling all the time and it was like the world just was, it just seemed smaller. I was like, oh yeah, a 13 hour flight, that's nothing, you know? I, I mean, it's not nothing, but it's, I just got used to long flights and, and dealing with language barriers, and right. currency exchanges and all. I just got so used to that um, and then it all stopped. And so, yeah, I do kind of miss the adventure of that you know it was always i still got a say, bunch of money from the last time we we're in egypt uh, damn it i couldn't imagine <laughs> i do i do have an envelope full of currencies wrong like just leftovers that i had from all these different countries and i just, you know and i used to have two passports and i have all this all these business cards from people i met I'm like it's like oh it's like a james bond suitcase you know? <laughs> right all my stuff in it you know it's it's like one so of those things where they, where they open their wallet and the whole thing just falls out but only his is not pictures it's business cards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got all these prepaid calling cards. Right. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> I still got a coupon from that run restaurant. I know. I should go back. <laughs> 11 cents off. That's half the meal. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. Yeah, I, uh, I'll tell you, I envy you. I, I would love to have uh, had the opportunity to do stuff like that throughout life. But, uh, I, but I can't imagine a 13-hour flight, though. Oh, God, yes. Yes? Or... I, I can, uh, you yeah, can't imagine. Yeah, the longest it? flight yeah. I did was fifteen. I think fifteen and a half hours. It was Oof. to New Zealand. Yeah, that's and the yeah. You, side you of the watch. World, right? I mean, you watch like you watch like four movies and take a nap, and then you still got eight hours. Like, <laughs> <what's going laughs> right? Oh my god! Are you in? Are you in? <laughs> yeah, it's like. Are you in coach way in the back, or do you get to sit up yeah, in front? Yeah, usually. Yeah, usually. I I was in coach. I use you know I use my air mile air miles with my credit card so i sometimes if i had enough i would i would swap it for a first class the best was i think one of the last flights i took back from vietnam i flew first class or business class and it was great i was like wow this is such a difference (laughs) being able to lay down but then again 10 hours into it you're still like i'm still on a plane this is yeah but right you're eating better food rather than (laughs) catering to those seven peanuts that just become your meal (laughs) yeah and he's looking at the back of the plane going later losers i'm up here (laughs) Like yeah, only for the first leg jerk, right? Yeah, no, you don't even you don't even see the back of the plane. You walk in the front door, you get your own little place, and you never see, you you just feel like you're in a little and they're all walking by you. Cocoon, you know, you're like, yeah. hey, I upgraded. How yeah, you doing? It was it, it was great. It was really nice, but it's like that, you know. And I use my and I use my miles, so it ended up, you know you pay tax, so it cost me like ten bucks. It's like oh, this oh is even great. better, it cost me like ten. <laughs> Hang on, oh jeez. So I'm gonna, actually I'm going to jump go over you. Go ahead, do that because I'm in the middle of doing something. I can see that. 
So with all this traveling and stuff and, and everybody you've traveled with and toured with and what have you, who has been like your fanboy moment? And I hate the word, but like who have you met that you're like, holy cow, I'm standing in front of, you know, Paul McCartney or whatever. Well, the the best story I have in, in that regards is when I did the national tour in 20. 20- 13 the north american tour we ended in hawaii Mm -hmm. and when we we finished in hawaii i stayed and uh, a blue man friend of mine chris smith him and i traveled we ended up in maui for the last day before flying back to the states and i we happened to be driving by and we saw steven tyler standing in a field and so we stopped. So we stopped. Sure, it was that. him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's what I said because I was like, oh, I think that's that's I a scarecrow. I think that's Aunt Beatrice. <laughs> yeah, that's my grandmother. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, I kind of did a double take, and I was like, I think that was Stephen Tyler. Because, well, what kind of gave it away is as we're driving, like so this beautiful ocean scenery, mm-hmm. and then there's just a field. And there were like people taking pictures of the field. And I'm like, why are they taking pictures this way and not that way? And then I was like, I think that's Steven Tyler over there. And uh, so we stopped and we walked over and we introduced ourselves as being from Blue Man Group. And he was like, oh, Blue Man, I love Blue Man, you know, because he's from Boston. Yeah, and, right. And he, he, he used to rehearse at the theater that we're in currently, the Charles Playhouse. And uh, he invited us in, and we ended up talking to him for about a half an hour, and just oh, that's cool. Uh, it was it was really great. We talked about his days in Boston, and rehearsing at the Charles Playhouse, and uh, just about touring in general, and <laughs> and uh, it was it, I, it's a long story, which I usually tell people, and it's it's a great story. But he you was know, so gracious. I think and, the person so that you're really with. the most excited <laughs> to have met throughout your whole career. It happens to be Jeff Totoro. Look who's here. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> I've been meaning to get back to you, Randy, about stuff, I think. <laughs> so, yes. I don't want to interrupt your thing, but. Um, well, the other, the other time was with uh, Isaac Hempstead, the guy. Uh, the, the actor who plays Brand Stark from Game of Thrones, he was at our show in Singapore. He came and did a meet and greet. Oh, very so cool. That's more show directs. Yeah, I yeah. guess they were promoting something. They were promoting a, a new thing for Game of Thrones in Singapore, and he was there and he came to the show. And Jeff was there for that. We were both together for that one. We were just talking a whole bunch of uh, international stories, Jeff, and, uh, you know, learning how, how well Tinnitus did in all the countries. On your world oh, tour. yeah, those are some of the most exciting shows. And, oh. and they they asked if if it was discouraged from our our managers, and I said no, it was encouraged. Remember, we were yeah. encouraged to at the time. Marcus <laughs> Miller, the head yeah. of the whole thing, was like, "Please use Blue Man as much as possible." So <laughs> 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 we tour manager made it tonight a shirt. Yeah, yep, that's awesome. We had all the, you know. All his groupies. You don't have a Tonight is shirt, do you? No, I don't either. Randy, Randy, do you have a Tonight is shirt, Randy? No, there was only, there's only one made. That's only one. Randy has a giant poster. That's right. I took 
Well, I took the giant poster from Beijing and I took the giant poster from Qatar. I should have fucking bought that. (laughs) 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 Now that my house is actually finally clean, I'm ready to hang shit up. So send it my way. Maybe Uh, one of these days I'll surprise you with it. That was my reason for taking it because I knew that you wouldn't you wouldn't make it home if you took it. There's no way it would have made back to Vegas if you had took it. I was like, I'll take it. I'm responsible. I'll get it home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'll pray now. I Jeez, I thought that uh, driving that new Porsche, whatever sport <laughs> utility you're probably driving, uh, had auto drive. <laughs> yeah, my uh, 05 Honda Element that I'll <laughs> never, never get rid of. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I could buy a, hmm, do I want to buy a fancy sports car? Uh, nah. No, no, I gotta, pay, I got a pool. I gotta pay to clean. I'm going, I'm going old school. I gotta buy chlorine for the pool. I drained mine just like a couple weeks ago. So did you really? You, you yeah, because I never used it once a year. You have a Tony Hawk over, or <laughs> huh? You're gonna have Tony Hawk over to skate the pool? <laughs> actually, my friend that's uh, staying with me for a bit now uh, used to actually book Tony Hawk because he was, you know, into that shit. So, yeah, it's funny you just mentioned that. So, maybe. Of course. I don't, maybe. Is there, is there anyone we can't mention that Jeff doesn't know? <laughs> I'm, uh, sure. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> J, what, J.J. Walker? I'm in a band with him. I'm in a band with him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you just, you listen, you just can't ask him to say dynamite because it cost you a grand. Yeah. <laughs> Manuel oh, Lewis, the little black kid. Yeah, I'm in a band with him. Okay. <laughs> have him come to the next booty show. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. it. That's funny. I'm glad you jumped on here because I, I wanted to surprise Randy with your with your uh, with your presence. <laughs> yeah, but I Jeff, see I see red lights. Is that co- <laughs> is there a cop pulling you over? <laughs> Are you at the old strip? <laughs> Huh? I said I see. Huh? Wait, wait, so before I go, you guys gotta um, you know, give Randy the money to uh, give me one of those tinnitus posters. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I figured since all the money you got paid in all those different countries, and and none of the band knew that you were getting paid at all those gigs, I mean, you could pay, pay yeah, we for it. We never got paid for those tinnitus gigs, did we? JT, <laughs> I don't think we did. <laughs> yeah, he called you JT. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. No, some of them we did. Remember? Yeah. Remember there were there were a few. Yeah. What'd you trade? Yeah, right. What'd they give you for it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From oh, zero. Come this way, yeah. sir. Come this way. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> what, what was the most we got? Nice rub and tug. So, hey, no. <laughs> Sorry. Four rubles and a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Was he Amish? <laughs> That's what You must be Jeff. That's right. We have to speak about the payment. You'll take my wife. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> She's got hair in her armpits. Never mind. <laughs> There's a lot of classic moments. I remember I, I, I left actually Randy's equipment in an Italian cafe before in Italy, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That was in Milan. Oh. Yeah. My... He My says it's so nonchalant. Really GoPro? Yeah, one of the time Randy wasn't. One of the only times Randy got 
uh, annoyed with me. The only time. Yeah. I don't see that no, happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I left his, when he purposely told me to bring his GoPro and stuff, and also I'm like, oops, I left it in an Italian cafe somewhere. <laughs> but the guy was still there the next day. They're like, we got that. So like, we got it the next day. So. Yes, that's cool. That was the that was Jeff has a lucky charm. He, whenever something like that would happen, it always would work out, with the exception of your phone in Singapore, which you never got back. But that was the only time. <laughs> right, always, always, always work out. Get my house broken, Rob. Ah, all they told was a five dollar alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> No, your house was so messy. The burglars were like, "Fuck! Somebody's uh, already been here." <laughs> right. Well, my girlfriend at the time was there, and and, and the cops were, you know, security was there, or whatever. Like, oh man, they ransacked the place, and she was laughing, kind of. I was like, "No, this is how we left it." So they thought, "No, no, this is how I left it." You know, it's like shit. There's nothing here. People are already here. Damn. Yeah. Good thing they didn't look under the bat pile of clothes. Yeah, no shit. That's where all the money is. <laughs> so it paid off to be for 20, 20, well, no, <laughs> three decades. Two decades. Yeah, that's, a, that's uh, yeah, three years in dog life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look, I got to figure out where the hell I'm going. I got to find this place that I've never been. And so, and it's Randy's, Randy's time. Yes, yes, it is Randy's time. But I'll, I'll always, I'll always share my time with you, Jeff. You know that. I know. Well, you know, you may get old and want to move back to the East Coast and have to play. And you know, he's a he's a director now, so you know, yeah, he's he's got yeah. a he's yeah. a, he's got he's a, a title. He's one of the big wigs. Now. He is. He's one of the big blue blue guys now. He's one of the big blue guys now. So you might have to kiss oh, God, his ass man. someday. So you go, you go to that Boston show if things are great. You give them the credit if they're not. Say, hey, what's up, man? Um, <laughs> That's right. More accountability. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that uh, last I show was fucked up. Because I think I'm a minute away. So I got to figure, I got to look at my map, my directions. Uh, Jeff is sitting with you right, two Jeff. today at the Sphere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just put myself up on the Sphere right now. Get a Manny, will you please? You, you need a new Manny. You need, you still chipped. You're still chipped from the Halloween show. Oh, I I'm still chipped. Yeah, yeah. You're, you know, Jeez, got to get a new Manny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're just like they're like oh, just there's like just seven layers on top of like you know from nineteen you know from nineteen eighty. Oh shit! I just missed where I was supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Just right. bang a Yui, it's okay. Yeah, not in Vegas. I guess I missed where I'm supposed to go. It's some warehouse building. Oh shit! It looks like I'm going to it still. <laughs> oh, I gotta hit reset. <laughs> yeah, get off the yeah, phone. Mom. All right. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Okay. Bye. I'll talk to you hey. soon. All right. Love you, brother. Hey. Bye. We'll see you guys later, brother. All right. See you, Jeff. Bye. Bye, Jeff. <laughs> See, he text. I oh, texted him great. earlier, and he texted great. me. He's like, "I have. I'm driving. I got to get in. I got five minutes." I'm like, "Well, here's the code. <laughs> While we're doing it, I'm sitting right. trying to send it to him." So, I, I know he'd he'd be pissed if he didn't come out and say hello to you. So, yes. Well, you know. that was great. 
Good. So, you know, it's my turn now. Most embarrassing yeah, moment other than losing your GoPro in Milan because of Jeff. <laughs> yes. You know, I totally forgot all about that. I, I'm surprised he even remembered that. I guess I guess he was he was afraid, but I, I totally forgot about that until he brought it up. There you go. He's got a memory but, like uh, no other. Well, he does too. But uh, yeah, things. It's funny. Things like that with Jeff would happen frequently on tour, where something would get misplaced, or he would he would I'd be freaking out, and then it, would all, it always worked out for him. I was like, man, things always work out for you. It's great. He's like Seinfeld. So, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I always even yeah, out. Even, yeah, he always evened out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more like Kramer. <laughs> Something always gets aft. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> I used aft. I said aft. You did. I said fuck 77 times on this I show. I know. And, I just and you go aft. Out. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so you're not getting out of that question. So spit it out, uh, Randy. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Most, what was it again? Most, most embarrassing moment. Yeah. Embarrassing moment. Well, I'll, well, this will be one with that involves Jeff. I think it, it was a tinnitus gig in Beijing, and we were playing Broken by Pantera, and I, like, messed, I dropped a beat or missed something up, messed something up, and just the stare he gave me, because he knew that I'd messed it up. I felt <laughs> so embarrassed. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to get the wrath of Jeff here. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was probably, but it was a small club in Beijing. It wasn't anything major, but I, I, I was still disappointed in myself. I, I messed up. <laughs> it's understandable. I messed that part up. You know. Well, especially when you have a drummer as the right. singer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was the hardest. We went through so many drummers because I was such a dick. Because of this asshole right here. Because I'd be like, <laughs> I turn around. I'm like, hit the fucking drums. Stop. Hitting it like a girl, you pussy. I'd start screaming. What are you playing with two twigs? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You don't go and go play anthem rock songs like Warrant and, and yeah. you know, Tesla and shit with two A. Two A drumsticks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Two A's. That's like, that's like hitting it with a fucking screwdriver. I'm like, what the hell did you bring those for? <laughs> And luckily, I always had. It was a small club. You wanted to play light. Yeah, bullshit. I had two. I had like two bees in my in my gig bag always, just just to have them in case he said, "Hey, you play." So I remember I got like, use these. You know, heavy. Yeah, shut up. I do remember. Yeah, he didn't laugh. That was his last show. It was. I did scream at him. You did. If you don't hit the drums, you won't be here tomorrow. And he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> I'm weird but so yeah yeah being a drummer and singing and you turn around and you know what the drummer should be doing but there's a lot of times right. you're empathetic too yeah you know that you're like yeah dude have i don't you, have you ever been empathetic no i've been Just I've, no i've shown empathy yeah <laughs> i don't give a shit if there's a you know oh you're supposed to hit the bell of the of the ride and you're hitting i don't care if Put your own, play your own spin on it. Yeah, okay. I never said anything about the fucking solos you played there, fella. I didn't say exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I changed the words on every song I sang. I made it my own. Yeah, you they did. They were all originals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, what have you got coming up? Anything, anything around here that that we can promote, or are you, you know, or out there that we can promote for your personal stuff? Um, well, I, I'm pretty much blue man all the time. Um, I play with a, 
with a jazz group every Wednesday at a club called the Lily Pad in Inman Square in Cambridge. It's called the Gil Aaron Trio. Gil is a pianist and a songwriter, but it's a lot of improv, uh, original music, but it's in the jazz realm. Cool. Um, and then I have a guitar, another trio that I work with. It's called Poppin' of the Chemist. Uh, it's a guitarist, uh, Mike Hermans, who has a huge YouTube page. Mike Hermans, he does guitar pedal demos, so some of you guitar players might know him from that. I think the question um, is, are they chemists? We're all chemists, yes. That's oh. the... Very <laughs> no. good. Musical yeah, chemists. The group's called the group's pop, pop into the Chemist. Uh, me, Mike, and George, the three of us, I've known those guys for years, and, and we, we usually play uh, some of the clubs around Boston, some of the breweries, speaking of beer earlier. Nice, yeah. Um, Treehouse, Treehouse Brewery, I don't know if you've heard of that. Yes, I actually, beer. I, was, I was there. Oh, really? I've, I've been nice. to that one, Yes. Nice. We usually play out the one in Charlton, Mass. Uh, it's a little about an hour from Boston, but mm-hmm. it's always a blast to play out there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that project with Andy Taylor, um, we recorded one song just recently, and hopefully we're going to do some more. And that's actually with Mike and George from Poppin' to the Chemist. So it's it's the three of us with, with Andy. So you might see some stuff um, down the line. If you really want to check me out, I guess Instagram, Randy Wooten, or Facebook. That's pretty much all I have right now. I'm in the process of uh, developing a website and a YouTube presence. I'm going to start doing some drum drum videos hopefully soon. It's been in the works Very for cool. a while, but I've, I've I, you know I'm going to sort of do that in conjunction with a education. Maybe write a book or just do tutorial videos. But if you need help so with it, just uh, let us know. We'll hook you yeah. up with. Uh, awesome, I appreciate that. Thank you. With, yes. With who? And what I'm do you excited mean, to get with Rick, get work with, oh, with Rick Latham. Rick Latham. Rick, Rick Latham's written probably two books that you used in high school. Um, he, I know I did. Um, and Kevin Dean is still using those books to teach in his yes. class. So yep. when, when Rick was on the show, um, he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come and do a, I'll do a clinic. What do you yeah. want? You know? So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, I, I also forgot to mention, which we haven't touched on yet is after my conservatory days, I studied with Gary Chafee. Um, oh. I studied with Gary. Gary, he's a now a good friend of mine. I still have dinner with him every month, and we we talk all the time. And I studied with him for years. So he's going to get him on I, the show. Yeah, Is he? Maybe. Yeah, yeah that's you have been <laughs> now tasked maybe. with getting him on the show. <laughs> so that's a big part of uh, you know I sort of incorporate a lot of the stuff I learned from Gary because um, he was basically he was sort of like my grad school. You know, after after the conservatory, I. I kind of dove into all his systems and his books. Uh, he's an amazing teacher. Uh, mm-hmm. I think one of the best best systems for 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 expanding your drum vocabulary for sure. So, yeah. Um, Actually, if you're going to write a book, you should just write a book about your travels with Jeff. <laughs> well, you know, we, we originally were going we to try and do like a like a little travel show called Chaos Castaway, you know, him and I, because we always go okay. find the, the local coffee shops and go see, you know, what, what the music venues are, sure. the good restaurants, and him and I just bantering about all the stuff we did. We should have started a podcast. You should have done that. <laughs> you should have. Or if or you, you, if you still have all the videos, you know, you could always compile always something. Upload, yeah. Trust me, you, you'd be surprised. I mean, you would be very surprised. Did, didn't Ben do that? 
Ben did do that. Yeah, so Ben Morrow, Ben was the guitar player for Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie for over 20 years. And he would use a GoPro or whatever and record just wherever he was. Wherever he was, behind the scenes stuff. Um, and, and we're trying to get Ben as a regular on the show because, yeah. you know, we're. I, I every time we turn around, we're our paths are crossing. Yes. I ran into him in the airport in Detroit last week. And uh, so we're going to have him on the show called Where You Been, Ben. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> nice. so, and, and just maybe tell stories of the road. And I think yeah. that would be a cool, a cool thing with, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, or put something together. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you, if you put content, we will, we'll link it to we our will, page yes. and we'll, we'll push it out to our millions of <laughs> Hundreds, our hundreds of <laughs> hundreds our, of millions our tens of tens our t- uh, tens of tens <laughs> listeners tens and viewers <laughs> we just yeah, tell jeff and i jeff and i if, well if jeff and i could ever get the time to sit down and do something like that we should there you go yeah absolutely <laughs> that would be cool that would be yeah. fun so what well, we i gotta tell you i i loved having you on yes. i want to have you on again anytime you're going to yeah. be in this area let us know um we're going to get some pers- personal we'll out and heckle you. Yeah. Let us know when you want us to come and uh, see a show in Boston. Be more than happy. Sure. You yeah, know, you're, you're more than welcome. Yeah. I want to sit in the presidential uh, box. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, you want to end up like Lincoln. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not where that happened there. Fella. I know. Just want to let you know. I am aware. Boston's not where I know it happened. I know. <laughs> well aware. But, I love, I love, Absolutely love Boston. One of my favorite cities in the country just because the people are cool, the food is good, the I, history is the, phenomenal. The history is great, the beer is great, your tunnels are fucking terrible. No, no, no yeah, one likes traffic, to drive there. The traffic's bad. No, yeah. the traffic Horrible. sucks. <laughs> sucks. Yeah, I love, I love Boston. I will say, when I came back from tour, uh, you know... I, just going through that process of discovering cities when you're traveling and then mm-hmm. you come back to your home city and I kind of like look through the city with that lens. I was like, yeah, Boston's great. It's got a lot. Of, it's got great restaurants. It's got tons of history. It's yep. very charming. It's clean. Uh, it's it's seasonal. Yeah, it's clean. It's, it's nice along the river. And there's safe. all these new developments in Boston. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a great you, town. You're eating an oyster in the oyster house and you're going, <laughs> this is the oldest restaurant in the country. Yeah. In the country, this is this was it. This is who started. Somebody's like, "I'll sell you food." Yeah, sell <laughs> you something. Know? You know. So I mean, and and like the little Italian section over there, the food is just banging, just ridiculous. Yep. yep. So yeah, the food's great, the culture, everything. So yeah, I'd love love to come out and uh, and see the show out there. Yeah, please you know? do. So that would be great. You know. Um, just, you know, friends and family discount, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> see? We're welcome anytime. But he did yeah, not I'm mention... here to see my cousin's bands playing. That's right. We have a cousin named Mike. Oh, shit. There they came. <laughs> he doesn't realize that when we even recorded this, just look out your window. We're you're waving. Right. <laughs> the real us is waving right now. This is all been, This is AI. That's right, yeah. This is all AI. Yeah. God. <laughs> On that note, the wheels have officially fallen off the bus. Shut up. I think this was a great this was it a was. great episode. And hope you hopefully you had fun yeah. and you want to come back and do this I, again. I had I had a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. How often yeah, yeah. do you get back to Syracuse? It is a holiday. Uh, my week. mom my mom still lives there, so I try to get get back 
every month or two. Uh, she's actually here though for Thanksgiving, but I'll probably come home for, well, I am coming home for Christmas for a couple of days and then I'll, you know, probably, uh, usually I'll just pop home for a couple of days. See my so mom, we have know, a show. We have a show with Ben before Christmas, like the 23rd, I think. Well, it's not the 24th. No, I think it's the 23rd. Oh. And I think it's at Sharky's. So if that's oh, the nice. case, uh, Come out and meet Ben. Well, I got I got Blue Man. On, I got to play Blue Man Christmas Eve, so I, I would drive home either late Christmas Eve or Christmas slave Day. drivers. Yeah, well, my choice. There you go. There you go. Well, I hope you're getting time and a half. Yeah, right. Well, you know exactly. He'll remember to bring home a Blue Man poster. We can hang on the wall hang back over there. Here. Yeah, just sign it. Hey, you know, just with you. We don't care I'll, about those. I'll other bring guys. I'll bring the tonitis poster for you. Yeah. Yes. We'll hang it up in yes, here. We'll hang it up in here and take a oh picture of it. God. That'd be great. That would be freaking And I don't awesome. even care if he's got the original. We have a copy or whatever. I don't care. Dude, I don't care. Yeah, take a picture. I'm going to have our print shop make one. And I'm just going to hang a small version we'll back small here version right back over here. ours. Yes. It'll be tinnitus. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. have that, unroll it and just take a picture of it. Yep. I'm going to have a small version like this made of it, and I'm going to have it hanging up and be like, yeah, he had it shrunk down. He sent it to us. There it is. (laughs) I think Jeff would appreciate that. Yes, Yes, he he would. would. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my friend. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Anytime you have have something to promote, let us know. Awesome. Um, Great. Will do. Yeah, and, and send me links or whatever you want to send me. And we'll, and, get uh, and we'll get it out. I'm going to ask, I'll have you send me your personal deets uh, f- to send you one of the good, the bad, and the ugly t-shirts. Awesome. Still Jeff have... Jeff wears his religiously. I'm surprised it wasn't on this evening. Yes, yes. <laughs> the the Femmes of Rock did say that he, that yep. was his favorite, favorite shirt. Favorite t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's a pile of it. The, yeah. the big pile. Yeah, we sent Nina one, didn't we? I don't know. I thought we did. I have no idea. Wait. I had the pleasure of sitting in with them uh, last St. Patrick's Day in Rhode Island. So oh, did I you really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I played drums while Jeff came out and sang a tune. It was a blast. That's cool. Huh. <laughs> you know what? Though, that's a group of people you don't mind sitting in, sitting in, the, with. in the back yeah. as a drummer. <laughs> yes. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. I feel sorry for my drummer. Because he doesn't have such a good sight. So does he. Uh, or uh, scenery. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't say that. Uh, Randy, thank you so much, man. Yes. Hey, thank you both for having me. Yep. We look forward to the next time you're in town. Let us know, and uh, we'll we'll go out and have a cocktail. Yeah. Sounds great. All awesome. right, brother. Hey, thank hey, you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy, th- yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Same to you. <laughs> See you, man. Take care. Take care. You too. There you go, Jeff. There it is. It is. It's the show. Can, it is we the can show. Roll right into the into the credits. We can. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> there we're it using is. the other one. That's we're using the J Row version. Nice. Thanks. You've been J-Row. listening to the good, the band, the ugly. I'm Big Papa, and I'm Jeff. That's still Randy. That's still Randy. And uh, thank you so much. We want to thank Auk Medical Supply, Sharky's Event Center. DJ Life's a Beach. Good Nature Brewery, Uncle Jimmy's live local music. With a new love life. The Print Shop Underground. Don't forget Toffee Break Toffee and and Snarky Productions.
We'll see you. Our next guest will be Mike Sterto from the Guess Who. Yep. So listen around. Uh, stick around and listen around. Peace out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a dick. Wow. Recording, Recording stopped. stopped.